Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always professional. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical acclaim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to tank, it goes <laughs> Like, what Bloody. is going Bloody. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Welcome to another episode of Two Dads in a Podcast. We are again visiting Cowboy Bebop. We are. We we love it. And we, now we're like you know so in depth with everything Cowboy Bebop. That's all I've been thinking about, talking about, watching, listening. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I think we base the podcast hard on not overly talking about Cowboy Bebop because it's one of our favorite things in the world. That now we're just like, it's it's open season. You know, like, we're, we're like, getting that itch. We're getting that itch. You know, <laughs> Net- Netflix is, is teasing us. You know, they're waving the baggie in front of our face and we just you have, know, to, we was, have to get I was going to cancel my net, net Netflix subscription <laughs> at the end of last year until um, they announced that they were doing this. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm legitimately excited. All the screenshots I've seen. But that's for next episode, because this episode we're talking music. We're, we're living music, man. And we're both musicians. And this oh, soundtrack man. was one of the main reasons we love this. Um, 100%. We've talked about that time and time and time again, how much we love the music from Cowboy Bebop. And so we finally decided to do our top five. Now, this was hard. Well, Here's the to thing. Narrow down. Who, I don't know how you were. Did I introduce you into the series, or no, were, I, did you I, know about it beforehand? Tsunami man. Tsunami. So my my introduction <laughs> to the series was my older brother playing me the intro to the anime, and after that I was sold. That's all I needed. And so we'll we'll start with our number five, and we'll work our way down. Um, I, I think it's thing. my turn this week. We did. It is your turn. We did. I did a top ten. Yes. And just had to lop off <laughs> ten we through six. Cut off five. So of them. I, I couldn't like, decide. I, don't, I didn't even narrow really down to ten. I had thirteen. I couldn't narrow down further than that. I started with twenty-one. I knocked it down to thirteen. Then I knocked it down to ten. So and I, I, I just prioritized them. But I did manage to get a five. So we're gonna start there with my number five, and it's the egg and I. Wow. No, no way. Did we do it again? Wow. No, we did not. Okay, okay. But I did not expect that because I love that song. It didn't make my top 10, but that song oh is my hilarious. God. I love it. So honestly, it's so fun. this one this one really hits me because I am a percussionist. And this song literally starts off. There are six percussionists playing in this song alone. You literally only have three in like three things going on. You have percussion, you have synthesizer and keyboard and six of the eight, you know, musicians in this song are percussionists. And I, it, it just, it hits me, you know, it hits me at my core because I love percussion. I love drumming. You know, it starts off, you get the little countdown and then it's, you know, doom, 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 like just immediately into this really upbeat rhythm with bongos and congas and drums. And it's, it's so much fun. And, uh, this one, so you first get to hear it actually in jamming with Edward. So the first episode you get to, you know, meet Edward 
Jet and Faye are they're searching for clues about a hacker and you know that who happens to be Edward. And so you get to hear this song just start popping up in such a fun, you know, really fun episode, to be honest. But so but this it shows up so many times. Like this is one of the few songs that you hear in a few different episodes. So you get it in three different episodes and then two different previews. So jamming with Edward speaking or speak like a child. And then Jupiter jazz part two, it shows up as just a core song in the episode. And then it shows up in some of the previews later on as well. So like, right, right. it's such a good fun song. And I, like I said, the percussion is what made it made it my number five. Well, here's with my number five. It also shows up in multiple songs. It actually shows up in every single song at the beginning of each episode. And that is tank for me. Tank. And a lot of people are asking, why is that not my number one? It's the thing that got me into the anime. And here's the thing I love most about tank as a saxophonist. The saxophonist they had oh, for man. the seatbelt is one of the, uh, I'll take it. Oh. He, he is the best saxophonist I've ever heard in my life. And he hits this note like you think it's this clarinet playing super high pitch. And then he just drops it. He breaks it down all the way into a saxophone. And he register. doesn't just drop it. It's so smooth in how it drops, too, before yeah, he, he starts hits hitting octaves down, down, down. Man. And that is a note. That to this day, I could never hit playing saxophone. To I get was good. Ex- you weren't good. I enough. was extremely good, <laughs> but I couldn't hit that fucking note to save my life. And it's got such a rhythm to it. This song, it's so unique. It, it, and it, I mean, honestly, oh. it's it's a twelve bars blue, but it's broken up and deconstructed in such a way. It's it's, it's an just amazing addicting. song. And I mean, there there are a few anime that I don't let like I won't skip the the intro after watching it once or twice. Right, right. Because, you know, it's man, some fucking anime, it's like 3 minutes <laughs> the in- intro is. So, you know, I'll skip some of it. You know, if it's a minute, minute and a half, tank, I never skip it. Now, if you listen to it. the full version, it is like a 3 and a half-ish minute song, and if you listen to it live, if go on YouTube, which we are on live YouTube right now. Uh, go search after you watch us live. Go search the seatbelts live. They they've done a couple shows in Tokyo, yes. and one is like the I think it was called the um it was after the Future Blues album that they released, which was one of the last albums they put out for the mm-hmm. OSTs, and it is called. Give me a second; it'll come to me. It'll come. It'll come. Anyways, search <laughs> it. It didn't come. <laughs> it is one of the funnest live performances you just you'll blue ever balls see. all of us, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having a moment here. No, I've got so much information running through my head. I just can't. Yeah. Even oh man, it. there's so much. So much. Um, but so Yoko Kana is wearing this red leather uh, jacket, and oh, she is man. just having the time of her life and dancing during every song. And she's having so much fun. And it is one, it's like going to watch a ska band. It's like when I went to see real big fish, they just moved around, they danced, they had fun and they got, Oh the man, crowd the seatbelts are just amazing. That's if the they show. ever do a tour and they, they come anywhere, like uh, within a hundred miles, we're going to that shit. 
Man, we could talk about every song for an entire length of the podcast, I feel like. But we can't do that, so I'm going to move on to my number four. And my number four is Don't Bother None. Nice. I love this song. That's just the way that it is, man. I love this song. And honestly, like... It is great. I love my uh, Yamane who sings this and who sings a ton of the other songs for for the seatbelts and for Ke- oh, yeah, Cowboy she has Bebop. such a good voice. It's this this deep raspy just intense in your face with emotional voice and I Like for you love for you it. guys for you younger guys who um don't exactly can't picture the sound think of like she's like like aquafina has this lower raspy register that's her but like just a brilliant vocalist when she does it where can i listen to water sing okay we'll move on from that we'll move on wait no no no, i'm I'm being honest is there really a a, in somebody named aquafina yeah she's a comedian it's it's hilarious but she has like this low register and it's raspy and it's attractive to listen to (laughs) all right i'll believe you i'll believe you i I need to look this up now i need to look this up but after after we we do this but anyway she's in the new marvel movie the Shang Chi. Oh, see, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched yeah. that yet. But anyway, don't bother none. You know, it's there aren't. I wouldn't say there's a lot of songs that have lyrics, but there's there there's a good number, but it's less than half of the total soundtrack that has lyrics and actual singing to it. And this is one that just really, really stands out to me with just the way she sings this it it'll give you chills it'll give you boost goosebumps and, and man they write you wouldn't be able to tell lyrics in such a poetic way that it, i just they really ugh. do and this is such a blues rock just intense you know there's a lot of bluesy it songs hard with that deep bass the bump 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 yeah it's, Don't it's fantastic none. yeah oh. so my number it. four is one that appears in a couple different episodes and it is spooky dokey and now obviously it is it's played heavily oh um in the the devil no uh no, no, no. The, the 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 devil episode, blues. sympathy sympathy for the devil is oh right no, no, digging no. my potato okay. that's right it's it's fallen it's asteroid blues the first very first episode, episode. And it, it's also it it replays in the fifth episode, Ballad of Fallen Angels, when it does the preview for the, the yeah. sympathy, sympathy for the yeah. devil. So that's what that's what that one is. But so this this one is just amazing to me because it it's like three instruments. It, it's guitar, slide guitar. Um, it's got some harmonica and it's got some percussion, like sort of like a some a basic little bells and stuff. Mm-hmm. in the background and it it's so basic but it has such level to the song if you listen to the whole like three minute and like 40 it's, seconds it's or something four minutes start to finish four minutes four, four minutes, seconds it's got such depth through the whole thing and it that's really why does. i love it and it is and a, it is a beautiful song it's got some crazy talented like slide guitar in there i love it love it i like that so my number three is one that was stuck in my head. And so I had to put it on my list because it was, it's been stuck in my head for, for quite a few days. Um, and we're on number three already. Yep, Jeez. Number three already. So you, you may be able to guess this. I'm going to let you guess. Cause remember I told you I had a song stuck in my head last week. The real folk blues. Nope. That wasn't it. 
I'll give you a mm. hint. Africa, Mexico, Sicily, oh Tijuana. Oh my gosh, okay. It's mushroom hunting. Mushroom hunting. Mushroom the mushroom samba, hunting. man. Yeah, ah, this one's so much fun. And this is another one that I really, really love the rhythm and the percussion for it. It literally starts yeah, off. fantastic. The lyrics are, let's kick the beat. And it comes in. You've got this this bit of percussion, and then what did now they it's do? Your after turn, and they, they layer. Said, Let's kick the beat. <laughs> they 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 kicked the beat. They kicked it. They, they literally kicked, oh, oh, kicked, they the kicked beat, it. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then you know you get the it's your turn, and another layer of percussion comes in, and then the conga drums comes in, and so now you have this layer upon layer introing into this song. And then listen to the rhythm tracks is the next lyrics. And, it, you know, you get that rhythm coming in and it just layers, layers and layers and layers at the beginning. And it's just uh, intense. And this is all in just just over three minutes that they get all this in there. And then we talked about it last week, how it's just, you know, the lyrics are literally just random, seemingly random countries. <laughs> and but I absolutely yep. love the the music and the the rhythm and the beat and of course like I said the percussion and uh it, it's great. So this is another one when it was performed live was performed live by my Yamane uh but in the anime it was sang by Tulivu Tulivu Donna Cumberbatch. You got it. Yeah, to leave yeah. Rihanna, uh, Donna Cumberbatch. Hey, no, no, no. I can't, I can't twister. tell you any different. <laughs> and her voice is just fantastic. I love my, but Cumberbatch is also just an incredible vocalist. Absolutely loved it. Loved it. So my number three comes from session two, where we meet Ein, and it is Bad Dog. No biscuit. Bad dog. No biscuit. Bad That's dog, such a no good song. Here's the thing: it's so good. <laughs> this song is best described as just controlled chaos. One hundred. That is what it is. And like, like there's so much happening in this song; it's overwhelming. <laughs> and it is fantastic. Um, if you again, if you watch it live. They like this song, especially you like, they just have the most fun ever. Like they're spinning around, they're dancing, Yoga Kana is dancing. Everybody's moving and shaking and it's solo after solo with just this controlled chaotic noise around them. And that and this is, song, it and hits it fits hard. The anime, such a big noise and it's and hard to it, bust it other things off my list the episode for it. and it fits the anime exactly the way it needs to because this song is playing when spike and hakim are chasing yeah. after Ayn, chasing after Ayn. and, and it, there's it your dogs everywhere up. like it's like, yeah it the really way they does. made the song it gets your heart rate up and, and it makes you like it, it gets you in the zone and they really suck you into it and i just i and also i love the name of the song bad dog no biscuit no biscuit for you no biscuit and, and like the, <laughs> some of the names to these songs are great, like the Egg hilarious. and I and Bag Dog No Biscuit. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I like that. A lot of horns, a lot of saxophone. Um, don't listen to that if you're trying to relax, because <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> but well, for my number two, I think it's time we blow the scene. Three, two, one. Let's jam. It's tank. Yep. It's tank. This I'm surprised that's not your number one. Yeah, honestly. Well, and 
Yeah, it is we'll such get there. A, this song has so many phases to it. It does. And we we talked quite about it quite a bit about it in depth and there is just something about I I used this song actually as an alarm clock for many years because the beginning is so loud and intense and in your face. I this would have song. it turned all the way up. And so at like 6 a.m., my entire household gets wake, woken up to. <laughs> this song haunts my wife's <laughs> like dreams. It is the soundtrack to her nightmare because before there are streaming services, there were DVDs and those DVDs had a title screen and that title <laughs> screen for the DVD I watched for months on end was and that is what she woke up to in the middle of the night after we'd fallen asleep for a couple hours and had finished out the episodes and reverted back to the title screen. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So honestly, this song, it, you know, we talked about it. it. It's got your Latin infusion, you know, big band jazz, and it's just an incredible piece of music. And we talked about that, that saxophone solo I still get chills from that when I listen to it. It it is just one of those things that yeah. you know, especially the first time you listen to, you don't you don't expect that to come. You don't expect that whole saxophone solo to just hit you, but it does and it is just incredible. It's wonderful. Go listen to it and watch, but first, your number 2. My number 2 is Call Me Call Me. So this is during like phase sort of finding herself everybody sort yeah. of starts to break away from the group and this and, is and this the, is kind of the the breaking up of the fellowship episode yeah you know and this is hard luck woman it is session 24 right so it's right before the end and it's for the show it's such an emotional song but for me personally, it's also emotional that the lyrics to this song, it takes you through love. It takes you through heartache. It, it takes you, it gives you some hope and, and all this wide range. The lyrics are so potent. They, they are. And they're so, they're so simple there. It's not this huge, long, elaborate, poetic song, but it says everything it needs to. And right. what and, is it? Four so, minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah. Like, the chorus just, is oh. call me, call me. Let me know you are there. Call me, call me. I want to know you still care. And, and it's so simple, but sweet. And, and I mean, this song at different stages of my life, I mean, it's, it's brought me to tears just hearing it. And the live performances of this song are just as potent and strong. And it's just one of those that affected me deeper than i thought it would you know when, when you're starting off when you watch it through the first time and then life hits you and it mm -hmm. just adds these oh, layers yeah. and the depth of well, meaning and, and some spoilers for the episodes i mean the the show's 20 plus years old like <laughs> it's gonna be okay but some spoilers like this song is playing when ed and ein leave the bebop for the very last time yeah. Bay realizes her old house is gone. Spike and Jet are yeah, literally just that, sitting she there draws eating herself eggs. a bed in the fucking sand. Yep. Yeah. So and, she and can they're eating hard boiled eggs because because they're by themselves. They have nothing else to do. They so don't know what else to do. They've, yeah. they've gotten accustomed to all these things they said they hated and and never wanted to be a part of, and now it's all crumbling down around them. So I bet you're curious as to what my number one is. A little, a little, a little, 
I'm, I'm, I'm curious enticed. too, but I, I have a feeling I might, I might know, but there's so many yeah, yeah. great songs. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> so hard. To hard to, yeah, it really is. But I had to. And I, the one I that hope I pinned, you do have a, a feeling that maybe you do know what your number one is. Um, because you <laughs> made the list. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I know, dude, there's so many great songs <laughs> on any given day. This list could change. Tomorrow, you don't see my on list the other side, change. like behind the camera that's pointing at him is a dart board and off screen. He's just throwing darts up there. Shh. We're supposed to tell my secrets. That's how he does all his number <laughs> fives. <laughs> no, on, like I said, any in on any given day, depending on your mood, depending on what's going on in your life, this top list for these songs could change completely. You know, in a week, none of these could be top five, uh, but it just really depends. But my number one that I determined is my number one today is Spokey Doki. Oh, nice, man. That song, this is the song like besides said, there's Tank. levels to this song. Well, and besides Tank, this is this is your intro. This is your beginning to Cowboy Bebop besides the introduction, like the right. literal intro song. You know, while it's in, it, it's really only in Asteroid Blues. It It's in a preview in, after Ballad of the Fallen Angels, but it, it's not in really any other like main episode. This is yeah. it. This is your beginning. And when you first hear the and harmonica like, just hit, yeah. and the talent behind that musician playing the harmonica, holy shit. The yeah, range, you, you the, have the this, chords. This, it's, you have another harmonica song. You have another slide guitar song, like Forever Broke, which is great. But this one combines the two. Oh, and yes. that harmonica, it's so subtle, but it's so emotional the way he's playing it. Oh, like, yeah, man. He's no John Popper. He's not up here ripping off, you know, uh, blues traveler songs. But you don't you need know. that. You don't it's need that so because you can fucking, feel the emotion yeah. in every single breath. And what I love about the the album version of it is you hear those breaths. You hear not just the harmonica, but even him, even the musician breathing yeah. in between and catching his breath. And like it adds so much realism and just feeling to There's the song this, the the brilliant thing about yoko kano and 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 watanabe the creator of the anime with the this sort of vibe they threw out through this whole process is they let people live within the songs and they let those imperfections show through and shine and it's those imperfections that give life and meaning to these songs that they create and so you have this pliable sort of um, I, I guess structure to a song that within itself, these musicians were able to show their personalities through and it just bleeds into everything they do. And this is a perfect example, especially when you have the slide guitar accenting what the harmonica is doing. And then very and then subtle the and basic, you know, percussion added in there too, just enough to kind of give you this added almost heartbeat to the song. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's a fantastic song. Like, honestly, of course, if you think Cowboy Bebop, you think Tank. But the second song that always comes to my mind if I'm thinking about Cowboy Bebop soundtrack music is Spokey Doki. And not just because of the music, but the name is so iconic, too. Just Spokey Doki. <laughs> yep. And they even shouted out in the movie 
the video game he plays is called Spokey Doki, where he's getting the high score. And yep. speaking of the movie, we're bringing us to our number one because I stepped outside of the TV show. Oh, and I picked a song from the movie. Oh, and it's the only song I have screamed in public the lyrics to, <laughs> and that is "What planet is this? What planet is this?" But a little oh, that's such a good song. Yeah, I, that, this that song, is on my top 10. That is in my top 10 for this sure. This song for me just like embodies every song that they've done for the movie and the show. And it, it it's such a fun song to listen to. It's It brings me joy to hear it. And it's well, they so, yell at you. Yeah, and, bit, it's so, and it's great. It's so intricate. <laughs> and, you know, when you watch it live too, like the crowd is yelling out, what planet is this? and stuff you know you get that point where none of the vocalists are yelling into the microphone it's the crowd and the band like yelling at each other what planet is this and it's just so (laughs) fucking it's uh, it's uh, fun it is so much fun and i love that the only lyrics for the entire song is what what planet is this like that's it and it is just a jazz heavy jazz instrumental piece with random what planet is this thrown in there and it's great the saxophone solo for this obviously i'm partial to the saxophone and the saxophone parts and uh, it might surprise everybody that the sax quartet the song sax quartet did not make my list um because it is just four saxophones (laughs) (laughs) which but this has such an amazing solo in the middle of it and it's fantastic um it's so much fun into for me the solo that was in this was so intricate and just just took you on this roller coaster ride while Spike is flying through the sword on the swordfish in a roller coaster, sort of, you know, all over the place. And yeah. it's just it, it it fits so fucking perfectly. Every every song written for Cowboy Bebop, every song that was played in every scene fits those scenes so well. You and, know, and when they want like to portray emotion, they have this deep emotional music going on. If they want, if there's something fun and silly going on, you get songs like the Egg and I going on or Bad Dog No Biscuit, where it's just crazy. It's silly. It's over the top. Yeah. It, everything. It, it's like I said before, there's this, uh, this energy that was created by Kano and Watanabe where Yoko Kano wrote songs that she wasn't asked to write she was just having fun and she showed them to the creators of the anime and the the creators loved the song so much that they wrote scenes specifically for the songs and you know so it was vice versa and it was just this this thing that was alive and thriving yeah, and you just, couldn't control it it was, it was, it was a out beautiful of, it felt like it was out of their hands combination a beautiful like fusion of music and animation that just created well in our opinion the best anime of all time and i hope it it i hope it happens again from anybody else i don't i don't care who you i hope we can get more shit like this and we have gotten stuff like this we, we've gotten some really really good things but this one it's there's just something about it that just takes that little extra step that that always will pretty much almost always keep it on our, our it, number one it lives in this moment by itself like a time capsule for the the era and it's brilliant brilliant so a few songs that were on my top 10 
or you know kind of on my list that you guys should absolutely check out another vocal song like uh, with with lyrics rain that plays during ballad of the fallen angels is a brilliant one a beautiful intense song and it fit again fits the feeling so so well Um, i love i love cosmic dare cosmic dare yes um uh woke wokey non-coin i i thought was a beautiful piece uh waltz Um, for zz is another really like just beautiful simple and you can actually waltz to it it actually is a waltz (laughs) and i love that Uh, they went that far is brilliant digging digging you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um cats on mars another just whimsical silly freaking piece <laughs> that one's that one's great Adu, did you say adu or just blue you said blue i said blue okay so adu uh is another just heart-wrenching kind of you got like, uh, see a space cowboy so gotta knock a little harder uh some fun uh, instrumentals like rush or mm-hmm. you know I, I don't really want to spoil my 10 through 6 because we might revisit. I mean, we might, but then again, they could change a little bit. Uh, I'm just, there's so much great music. Honestly, if you want to, I'm going to have a link in the description of the VOD and uh, we can we can throw it in the, the podcast description as well. It is literally I a Spotify like- link to the entire Cowboy Bebop collection. I love like uh, Ask DNA where they throw make it makes where it makes sense within the song, but they throw a shout out to the movie Earth Girls Are Easy, and it makes sense to the song and it makes sense to the anime, but you know it's a shout out. <laughs> I love shit like that. Well, I mean, I also love how some of the songs you have some kind of follow up songs. You know, the right. egg and I was on my list, but there's also the egg and you which takes some of the egg and eye and that whimsical element, but lessens yeah. it up and it evens it and, out a little you got, bit. You know, piano bar one and two. Um, if you look up live, there's a Yoko Kano piano solo where she runs through all the oh. independent piano pieces, but she, she puts them all together and, and it is so brilliant. But, but if guys, you were able to narrow down your favorite, which is so hard to do, it is, it is, let us know. Let us know. Reach out Facebook, Twitter at 2DEP2020. You can reach us on Instagram. You can email us at 2DEP2020 at gmail.com. You can talk to us directly. Message us. Hit up the Discord link in the description. You can join our Discord. And of course, if you want to help support us, you can do so on Patreon. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. Next, we're breaking down the live action. What we hope for. What we we expect. And then what, uh, what, what might come in the future with it? Yep. We're going to we're going to throw out some speculation. We're going to talk about what we really, really want to see in the in the show. And then at some point in the future, we'll probably break down what it was and did it meet our expectations for sure. So, but as always, guys, thanks so much for listening. See you, Space Cowboy.